Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sala for Guidelines for Living. The headmaster of New College in Edinburgh, Scotland, used to ask the blessing at the noon meal by praying, O thou who has endowed us with so many gifts, now grant to us just one more, a grateful heart. If there is one human failure, it is our habit of assuming credit for things which can be properly ascribed only to the great goodness of God. The sin of ingratitude is a virus of the old nature that seems never to be quite eradicated. How about it? Do you take the blessings of God quite for granted? Do you ever fill your lungs with clean, fresh air and thank God that you are alive? Do you ever watch the sun paint the horizon with shades of orange, yellow, and gold and thank Him for your sight? Do you ever polish your glasses, as I often do, and say, Lord, thanks, even for my bifocals. I sure would be in a mess without them. Do you ever turn on the shower, and as the hot water beats a staccato on your back, say, God, thank you for hot water and fresh towels? Do you tuck your children in at night, and as you kneel by the side of your bed and tousle their hair, say, Lord, thank you for my children, even when they put Crayola on the wallpaper and break my best dishes or throw the phone in the pool. Gratitude is a memory of the heart. It's the recognition of all that God has done for us. I received a letter from a listener who had been praying specifically for a rather large amount of money. And the individual who wrote was quite put out with God because the money hadn't come in. It started me thinking about God and his goodness to us. The individual who wrote seemed to feel that God had an obligation to perform, that he owed him a personal debt, and that by not allowing the money to come in had failed him. Did God let him down? Perhaps it would be better to ask, what right does anyone have to order God to do something? In reality, God owes you nothing. It is totally of his grace and mercy that he has blessed us. As James said, we ask wrongly that we may consume our requests on our own selfish interests. Long ago, Jeremiah wrote, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. But Jeremiah didn't stop there. He continued, I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good, he said, to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Friend, take inventory of God's blessings. And as you do, be sure to thank him for what he has withheld, as well as for what he has given. Do you ever thank him for what could have happened but didn't? For what he wisely saw fit to withhold from you, though you ask him for it so diligently, fully thinking that that was exactly what you needed. Pressed by the needs of life and living, we often see only the next deadline, the burden of tomorrow's load, the immediate problem, instead of the blessing of God today. Surely the psalmist had the heartbeat of God himself when he wrote, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. Wherever you are, and no matter what you're doing, and no matter how pressing the need before you, stop and take inventory of today. 
and ponder the goodness of the Lord and his faithfulness, and lift your heart and voice in thanksgiving, saying, God, thanks for being here today. You've just heard Guidelines for Living. For more practical and inspirational messages, visit guidelines.org. If you find our devotionals helpful and would like to share them with others, consider supporting our ministry with a donation. Again, that's guidelines.org. Thanks for listening to Guidelines for Living.